Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Bloomberg Daybreak Europe, weekday mornings at 6am on London DAB Digital Radio and on demand via the Bloomberg Business app and BloombergRadio.com. Welcome to our story about ChatGPT, a revolutionary new natural language processing tool developed by the team at OpenAI. As part of our coverage, we have the pleasure of speaking with Kay Firth-Butterfield, the head of AI and machine learning at the World Economic Forum, about the potential applications and implications of this groundbreaking technology. And it goes on, ChatGPT has the ability to generate human-like text based on given on a given prompt, allowing for seamless communication with virtual assistants and chatbots. It has the potential to revolutionize revolutionize how we interact with technology and we can't wait to hear more about it from Kay Firth Butterfield. Stay tuned for our interview with her where we will dive deeper into the exciting world of chat GPT and its impact on the future. So there you go that is what this AI tool wrote for us uh, in summary uh, for this interview. And let's speak to Kay now. Kay I mean all we gave them was your name and we wanted to talk to, to you about chat GPT and that was what the the chatbot came up with. Um, it's only been online a couple of weeks, already giving internet users rhymes, song lyrics, more on demand. As someone who's who's so closely followed the developments in this sector, how interesting a development is this in artificial intelligence? Oh, I think it's a really interesting development. It's a great example of where we are in the really cutting edge of artificial intelligence. Um, and of course, it's just one example. It's the sort of latest of a group. So we had Dali, the, uh, inner, the image generating AI earlier this year from the same table, Open AI. And also we've got Alpha Code from the DeepMind team, um, which is now coding AI, uh, better than I think 71% of humans. So, these, these tools are truly revolutionizing the world of AI. They are only revolutionizing the world at the very top level. So, you know, I wouldn't want anyone to go away thinking that uh, these uh, products are being widely used in, in business, for example, still according to a 2022 uh, AI adoption index from IBM. Actually, only 35% of businesses around the world are actually using AI, and they're using much more basic tools than these these very experimental um, uh, pushing the, the the boundaries of artificial intelligence mm. that Chat GPT is. Yeah, I mean, you get why it's kind of caught people's imagination, but I suppose um, as you as you're kind of alluding to, it's a bit of a parlor trick. 
Uh, it, it's been criticised for not being accurate enough. Is this sort of showing us the limits of where technology is? Or does it give us more, as I say, than, than, than a kind of nifty trick on the internet? Yeah, I mean, I think it is a bit of a trick at the moment, but it's certainly not a one-horse pony trick. It, the, um, what we know about these tools is that they get better the more that they're used. And so whereas at the moment they're writing essays at sort of at C grade level, um, we will find that it, that it improves and it could well be writing essays at A level, uh, sorry, at, at A grade level very soon. Um, so I think that what we need to be doing is actually having a deep debate about uh, whether whether we want these tools and how we would use them, whether we want a lot of our content on the internet to be generated by humans or whether we want it to be generated by computer because um, the computer's generating the information much quicker. And that means that eventually we will find that the content of the web is actually much more computer generated than human generated. And so we do need to be thinking very seriously about some guardrails around some of this technology because it's actually shaping the future of how humans um, and machines interact. Okay. I mean, surely the experience with uh, the controversies around Twitter, around TikTok, I mean, uh, just around going online now and interacting with quite basic chatbots, you know, if you use a banking app or, or whatever now, all of those issues would would surely make you really wonder about regulation and the quality of regulation. I mean, right now, there's very little regulation of the internet globally. Uh, uh, fundamentally, that's surely got to change. Yeah, and I, I think we won't see um, regulation of the internet, but certainly we're going to see regulation of AI next year, the European Parliament's going to pass the EU AI Act. And that's going to regulate all sorts of uses of AI on a risk-based um, basis. And so this, we might say, um, is a very risky use of AI because at the moment it's generating content that is misleading and sometimes factually incorrect. And yet it's, it's doing it in a way that we as humans don't know that it's creating poor content and and we can't know whether it's right or whether it's wrong and i think one of the other things that's really important to know for all of these tools is that it's very um exclusionary because it's generating the responses from what's on the internet at the moment and yet the bulk of the world is actually excluded from co from putting content onto the onto the internet, and so therefore, um, Dali, as we know, is is actually creating images in the image of pictures taken mainly in the global north, and um, Chat GPT three, sorry, Chat GPT is going to actually um, do the same thing in terms of of culture in the global north. And so, so we're going to actually leave millions of people, billions of people behind. 
how do you address that? How do you do rebalance the technology to move forward with it? As as we know, technology does. What do we do to to redress that balance? Well, I think first of all, we have to make sure that people don't see that it's a fun toy at the moment, but actually, it's real stranger danger, and we need to be much more aware of these tools that we're using. In terms of bringing the global south with us on the journey, that's that's something that we're still trying to work out. If you haven't got access to the internet uh, or you haven't got your data digitalized, then you simply can't use AI. It's a huge geopolitical problem waiting to happen. Bloomberg Daybreak Europe, weekday mornings at 6am on London DAB Digital Radio and on demand via the Bloomberg Business app and BloombergRadio.com. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.